listening to Sports Radio Detroit. I am your host, Barnabas. And I am your co-host, Samael. Welcome. Yes, we are here today to discuss none other than what seems to be like everybody's favorite genre of horror these days. Paranormal, bro. You gotta talk about the spooky ghosties, man. Yeah. Today's episode aptly named The Bloomhouse Effect, and... If you're not familiar with the name, you're probably familiar with the movies. Movies like Get Out, Paranormal Activity, Insidious, Sinister, what else? I don't think they did The Conjuring, even though it's kind of like a similar movie. But all those films are done through Bloomhouse Productions. And they've had, suffice it to say, like... A really big influence over the horror genre, like in general, over the past. I was gonna uh, say they got the years. monopoly. Hell yeah, it's the monopoly. The only other place that comes close is like Ghost House Pictures, or yeah. uh, at Platinum Dunes actually pretty much works with Blumhouse. So yeah, man, especially for like paranormal movies, like in theaters and stuff, you know, Blumhouse is definitely like the titan. Oh, He's yeah. like Thanos. That's, a, that's, that's, that's the superpower, bro. Like that's yeah. you. You gotta like bow to it, yep. or be destroyed. Yeah, that's how it goes Basically. in this industry. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's being engulfed by it. Yeah, and they're a relatively new studio. Two thousand and nine was Props. when they were created. For real, though. And the thing that launched them, bro, Paranormal Activity. But we're gonna talk. We're oh, gonna talk about all of that. Yes, I've been. But waiting. I know. <laughs> basically, know basically, you know this. This episode is going to cover sort of like the ex- like the evolution of paranormal films in horror cinema, um, you know, their history, kind of what they entail and why they're so popular, especially now. Um, and, you know, there may be positive things, but there may also be negative things. So they're. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fair, fair. So we're going to talk about all that coming up in our main segment for this episode. But as always, we're going to start off by getting you guys excited with all of the horror news. So, Sam, what do we got first here? So, now we're talking about It Part 2. Already? That just came out? Yeah, it did. Yeah. So... It's really one huge story, though, so it makes sense that they're so close. Oh, yeah, they they have to be. I mean, I don't think anyone would want to wait, like, four years just to see this sequel. Because, I mean, remember watching the original It on, like, sci-fi? Part one would pop up, and they would be like, the end! But then you just wait for a commercial, then part two automatically starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the best. That's the thing about getting with these fucking remakes. I gotta wait for a sequel to see, like, what type, how this is gonna differ from the original story. Like, we see how Michael Myers panned out, and mm-hmm. he's buried right now, literally, so they're yeah. trying to reboot him, and now 
for it. We got Jessica Chastain. She's on board with the sequel. Yeah, she plays Beverly Marsh. And she also plays that one chick in Lawless. She worked at the, the bar with the Bondurant <laughs> brothers, and she ended up marrying uh, mm-hmm. the middle Bondurant brother, played by, uh, what's his name, Tom Hardy? Yeah. Yeah, that's him. So, yeah, she's been in a bunch of other stuff most recently in, like, the last five, six years. She was in Zero Dark Thirty, um, <laughs> some other stuff. I don't know. That's, like, the main film that I know her from. But, yeah, she's cast as Beverly Marsh officially. Good choice. Really good choice because you could kind of like believe it. Like, yeah, this is probably what she would look like if she was older. Right. And uh, now it's been announced that there are more uh, potential cast members joining. So we've got James McAvoy of Professor Xavier fame and other fame as well. Um, He's been in a lot of stuff recently. And Bill Hader most famously probably known for uh, Saturday Night Live and some other comedy films pretty recently. So, yeah, they're they're in talks. Um, I don't know who they would play. Let's see if... McAvoy would play the uh, role of Bill... Bill Dunbro, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I can see it. Uh, Hater would play the adult Richie Tozier. I mean, that totally makes sense and for Je- him. <laughs> and then Jessica's going to be Beverly Marsh. That's pretty fucking yeah. good. And yeah. the creepy Bill Skarsgård will return as Pennywise. That guy freaks me the fuck out. Yeah. Even even without his makeup, that guy is just... Yeah. You're a freaky guy, guy. <laughs> there's, honestly, there's, like, some parts about his Pennywise where you're like, man, I don't know if that's, like, CGI or if that's just some creepy-ass shit that he can do. And a lot of the times, it's just him, like, being creepy. Yeah, he just kind of lowers his head a little bit. He, he, like, looks at you seriously, and then he has that dirty-ass smile like he's he knows he's about to do something that... You don't, and you don't know what the fuck it is. Like he just, I don't know. He yeah. looks like a, like a snake. <laughs> he does. Like not like a Fucking reptile. Scan- Scandinavian. Snake. He just looks like, I don't know, man. It's just unsettling <laughs> looking at him. I, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but <laughs> good job choosing horror as your, you know, yeah. main career. <laughs> Great job, man. Oh man, yeah. No, I'm really excited. So, um, I, 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 that was a couple days ago. So I don't know if there's been any like confirmations about. Bill Hader or James McAvoy or if somebody else was announced but yeah man that's that's cool and I believe it's coming out yeah this year so, at some point so I'm, I mean I'm a sorry. lot of the other kids still gotta get uh, some roles right yeah so the Mike th- still needs one um, Ben I was gonna say like that's three good choices so far yeah so hopefully like they can play the part I hope so next up is uh, <laughs> this one is this one's pretty interesting. Uh, so I didn't know about this. Yeah, me neither. I literally just found out about it. But uh, if you guys know about the little cult movie called Tremors, then you might be excited about this one. Uh, I'm just going to say, by the way, that I bought like the attack pack or whatever. I saw all five of those bitches. Oh, no. And For like $12? <laughs> bro, yeah, it was like really cheap, like under $10, I think. Walmart? I don't remember. But... I, Bro, Walmart I, and I got Kmart that. had like the best movies. Like, they had those that, like yeah. six pack DVDs for three dollars, and you yeah. get like the whole Hellraiser collection. Yeah. And you're like, yo, is this? A, am I on? They have all those like Friday the Thirteenth like double packs. And yeah, shit. for like eight dollars, that's yeah. ridiculous. Like, so uh, I don't remember exactly where I got it from, but I watched all of them, and damn, they're so bad. Yeah, <laughs> I so, mean the first the, the first, first one is awesome. Tremors three was good too. Tremors, yeah, was that the one where he like went? Or, like overseas or something pretty sure 
Or like to Mexico. I don't remember where. Yeah, I think so. Like Brazil or something. But that one was that one. Whichever one that one was. Yeah, yeah. No, I know which one you mean. That one was. That that one's pretty good. I think that was three. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't so. watched a shit in years. You know, I don't just look for a yeah. tr- Tremors movie to watch. That doesn't sound like... Unless any- it's the first one, and I'm like, damn, I really want, like, an underground monster movie. Yeah. It was you it know? was pretty dope for its time, yeah. and it's still dope if you watch it today. I, I agree, but Primarily apparently... because of Kevin Bacon. Exactly. And speaking of Kevin Bacon, he... Uh, th- this is actually a bit of news about a Tremors TV series, which, uh, I don't know, I'm reserve my judgment until finish uh reading up here yeah (laughs) but kevin bacon kevin bacon's supposed to be in it he hasn't really been doing anything else recently so i mean i'm just saying i'm just saying what's the last fucking movie that you remember kevin bacon being in bro uh wasn't it hollow man (laughs) when was hollow 2001 i think or 1999 yeah exactly i'm not making fun of i thought he was dead i'm just saying yeah he's i thought he was dead i mean he we would have seen him. He hasn't been around for a while. Have, would you have? Would, would have. you have, though? <laughs> no. People, you can't see him in movies uh, anymore. <laughs> that's so fucked. Especially his last movie was Hollow Man. Not really. He's probably been in He was probably shit, in but, some, like, those action movies yeah. that, like, five people watch. And that's like, like the... That's good like, movie, bro! It's a good movie! Like we got frat, five fans, but like that doesn't mean boy. all five of us are wrong. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, yeah, man. I mean, I'm just saying, but... I mean, good for him, you know? But he's in Tremors. Fred Ward is supposed to come back apparently as well, who was nice. his uh, his partner. Is this the in that one? movie? Let's see that. Is that the new one? Or is that no? It's no, this is a movie clip. But so yeah, I, I guess I don't guess I guess there's not like I love a trailer. How Kevin Bacon out, just but... has that stupid fucking look on his face in this one. <laughs> yeah. Look up here. Look at that one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man. That's why nobody likes him anymore. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I don't think there's a date, but it's good that they're kind of back together. And uh, I might be on the lookout for that. I don't know how they're going to do a show, though. But, you know, whatever. I mean, it's not like this was, like, really old. So how much more modern can you make it, really? Uh, I mean, it was, for, it was like, what, the 90s or something? No, I'm not going to talk about that. Oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> the last bit of news that we had was actually about uh, Castle Freak. Oh, guess what? Guess what? That's already a movie that was made, so what are they doing now? Can you guess? Can you guess? Are they rebooting it, Samuel? Yeah! Wow! <laughs> such good idea! How you come up with such good idea? I don't know. I mean, I don't think they can bring back that like classic look of the uh, of actual Castle Freak. I mean, the fr- that or the would... atmosphere in general. Like, Yeah, I don't know. They can't. Uh, especially because, like... <laughs> because, like, it had, like... Castle Freak from back in the day had, like, much less good quality like yeah yeah no <laughs> like it, that's what made it scarier yeah no um i mean i don't think there's a way that you can like match jeffrey combs in that movie like on the top of the castle facing off against him at like the end of the movie the ultimate sacrifice you can't you can't replicate that in like the modern day like no matter how like better special effects and stuff have become in like cameras you just can't like replicate that they can't so it's not going to be as they good. can't replicate the creature either no, not in the same way. They're, they make him look stupid. He's probably going to look dumb. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. We'll see. But uh, I'm still kind of excited about it because I feel like that's such a low-key, like, really, like, underground horror movie. Yeah. Um, You didn't even know about it. I just, like, randomly found it one day. Yeah. Like, scrolling through something. I know? did too, bro. Like, I just went to... 
the Shutter favorites. Yeah, yeah. I saw Castle Freak. I was like, HP Lovecraft. Yeah. It's basically guys. All right. So Castle Freak. If you've heard our review, if you've heard, yeah, it, that was the right word. Okay. If you heard yeah, our review, of, thank you. If you heard our review of Unnameable, you this is basically Unnameable in a castle. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, pretty much. But the monster is it's not quite as uh, terrifying, but kind of. I don't know. That mean, monster like no. was very unsettling to look at. And the way he killed people was deeply disturbing. Like, and it was all practical effects too, so it looked yeah. more like, you know, you, it doesn't look like your shitty quality today. Like, it's like oh, okay, I could tell that piece of flesh is computer genera- generated. You know, like right, right, right. back then, like you really couldn't. No, it was all practical. Like, yeah, it was all practical. When he would like stick his fingers in someone's neck and like pull down, and you would see yeah. all that shit come out, and you're like, ah! yeah. I mean, it's, just, it's definitely not the same. Unless, like, you're one of the few directors who are, like, actually trying their hardest to to replicate, like, the 80s, which is not, like, difficult to do exactly. Like, obviously, conventions I mean, then Terrifier, were different. Terrifier but, like, did it pretty well. Yeah, Terrifier did it pretty well. They went kind of the next step. They took, like, the, the gore from, like, Evil Dead movies yeah. and then joined that with, like, a slasher. So, like, it was pretty... That's, that's a good description. Yeah. It was pretty dope. Yeah. I liked it. Like... I agree. So, yeah. That, I mean, that's pretty much the news that we have for you guys today. Uh, there has been a lot of stuff coming out recently. Uh, for example, stuff... We're not going to talk about this, but stuff about, like, the Meg, stuff about Jurassic uh, World 2. Yeah, we, we see you. you know, we know like you're that. not horror, but <laughs> we're still interested in you. Man, if I don't know. Giant sense. dinosaurs are pretty horrific, like, though. we love you, but we're not in love with you. Sure. Like, type of movies, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. like, if you, comedy, mm. science fiction... But, you know, yeah. horror horror will always be my first love. Oh, yeah. So, uh, we're going to move on to the terrifying trailer of the week. <laughs> this week's terrifying trailer is going to be about a movie that we had previously mentioned in the news. This was one that you found. Is it Austrian, I think? Yeah, yeah. it's an Austrian slasher called... Party hard, die young. Uh, I've been excited because just of the description, you know? No complicated backstory dissecting into every character's psyche and every traumatic experience that they've ever had for them to just die at the end like pigs in a slaughterhouse. This is just, hey, party. Oh, kill, kill? Okay, run, you know? That's what they made it seem like, so... it. I don't want to say it sounds cliche. It's classic. I hope so. A, I don't know. We haven't seen the trailer yet, which hey, is what we're going to watch hey, right we've, now. So. We, I've, I've learned my lesson when doubting foreign movies that they can fucking ruin your whole mental. Yeah. <laughs> just one of them can just fucking ruin you, bro. I'm telling you. Mar- so, Martyrs fucked me up. I'm sure the Giallo movies fucked some people yeah. up, too. <laughs> with the people had like trust issues and shit yeah. after that. <laughs> Should I let my uncle stay with me over the weekend? What if people start dying? Uh, that's never a good idea, bro. <laughs> All right, man. So we're going to start the trailer for Party Hard, Die Young. As always, you can kind of follow along with us in it if you just wanted to check out the video and, like, mute the volume or whatever. Uh, so it's right on YouTube. It should be the very first one if you just type in Party Hard, Die Young or Party Hard, Die Young trailer. Uh, so here we go. We're going to pause it here and there and give our thoughts. I'm excited. I haven't seen this yet. Me too. I've been waiting for today so we could watch it. Yeah. 
Ah, uh, nice. So, my my initial thoughts right away, Club mm. Dread. Yeah, like the whole, I that too. even the camera work in this movie and the angles that they choose to take. This reminds me of an early two thousand slasher movie. Yeah, it has all that type of like feel to it. The way everyone's acting, everyone's just goofy, happy go lucky. Yeah, <laughs> you could tell this doesn't take place today because today everyone's paranoid. No one can go out and do all this shit. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't. I think I was gonna get murdered. Yeah, though. right. Uh, island, are we? It's a recession. Countries hate us, you know? I wouldn't be able to relax. <laughs> oh, man. It's good so far. Yeah. I mean, we we only saw a glimpse of anything it looks really, like, like, horror-related. It seriously looks like Club Dread. That's exactly what I was thinking when I was, Look, like, even her. It. She looks like the chick at the beginning of Club yeah. Dread that got killed in the tomb. Except it's got, like, this cell phone stuff. Yeah. All right. Let's, we're going to continue. I like the music. This is sick. Oh. All right, maybe I'm just uh, an idiot, <laughs> but you don't say. <laughs> But every time that I see, like, the killer's face, and it's always, like, kind of blurry, so you can't actually see his face, but you know what I see when I see it? <laughs> One of those, uh, like, tater tots with the smiley face yeah. in it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, am I right, though? He looks like a big-ass tater tot he with does. a smiley. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's uh, so funny. That's <laughs> a perfect description. <laughs> Look up the trailer. You'll see what I mean. Let us know if you think the same thing. But that is that is funny. That's fucking great. Wow. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna finish it up here and give our final thoughts. Done. Cool kids never die. Oh yeah, this is definitely like a serious version of Club Dread. Yeah. Already, maybe it's an homage. Who knows? Uh, you never know. I don't know. You, you I mean, it know. definitely looks way too modern, e- but I mean, that's what I think I mean, when look, I saw even, it. So. Even like the. Oh. Doesn't he though? Yeah, he looks like a. <laughs> looks like a tater, tater tot. tot with a smiley face painted on him. Damn. Uh, but against like a table, so you have that like dark. <laughs> In the you know, why is he shining? Did he put baby oil? I think it's like plastic on or something. Yeah, I think that's just plastic wrap. Fucking weird. I mean, he's a murderer, so he's not gonna be normal. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) He could just be wearing like watermelon on his head. No, shouldn't question him because he's out of his fucking mind. Yeah, I feel you. So yeah, that's the uh, trailer for Party Hard Die Young. Let us know what you think about it. Um, to me, it looks interesting. Like I'm down to see it. I just hope that they don't like try to go too much in, into, like, all the cringy, like, teenager shit. Especially modern teenagers, bro. Yeah, they should. Like, we're not even that much older than than that, but I'm like, ugh, teenagers. Yeah, you know? I mean, we just graduated not too long ago. Like, it was like... <laughs> yeah. But I, I know what you mean, man. Like, 
there's there's gonna be a douchebag. Yeah. Here, here's my predictions. At least in the main, because there's like four thousand people on that island. Yeah. Right. Four thousand. Something like that. So, but the main people that they're gonna focus on, there's gonna be three douchebags probably. <laughs> three gonna say three douchebags. Bag. Uh, four promiscuous girls, four or five, and probably they're gonna focus on. The nerdy dude, mm-hmm. he's probably gonna die. Or though. like the virgin, and then girl the virgin girl, yeah, the virgin yeah. girl's gonna. It's how it always. Is. Or they're all just gonna die. He's just gonna like take over that island Could and be. just fuck not, shit up. None of those characters. Fucking Rambo. Yeah, none of those characters really like stood out to me, which is another problem with these kind of like new horror movies, but. That's a whole other discussion, honestly. Yeah, Actually, well, it could be part of this discussion. I mean, you don't even know who's who anymore. Yeah, exactly. They all look the fucking, fucking same, too, you know. And so, you don't really care for them. Yeah, you're not just, at all. You're just waiting. You're like, killer! Yeah. Before, you know, like, when you see Jamie Lee Curtis running from Myers, you're not like, killer. You're like, get away! Don't fucking let her right, kill yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when she's in the hospital in part two. Or like Nancy, like, yeah. like fuck him up. <laughs> yeah, we, we weren't rooting for the child killer, you mm. know, like... We weren't rooting for the guy in the hockey mask that would kill us if we... Tommy Jarvis. Yeah, Tommy Jarvis, everyone cared about him. Yeah, I love him. I mean, him. you know why? Because it was Corey Feldman. <laughs> That's why. That wasn't Corey Feldman. Wasn't it? No. Oh, yeah. Well, in the first one it was, but when yeah. I think of Tommy Jarvis, I think you of You think the of the guy with one. the denim jacket? And yeah, the, I do. Douchebag, <laughs> slick back, blonde hair. And the that's shotgun? Who you think of? That's what but I that think was, of. I know, but... That, uh, but that's because part six is, like, my favorite but, movie. It Mine, too, but, like... I would say part three is like yeah. I would, has to be my favorite, but uh. Well, that's that's why I like the adult Tommy Jarvis, but. Part yeah. four is when when Corey came in. Was it Corey Feldman? Yeah, 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 it was. Is that his name? Yeah, except when you think of when you think of uh, Corey Feldman, Tommy Jarvis. This is a weird. Like, imagine that that's a whole name. What's, Cor- what's your name? Corey Feldman, Tommy Jarvis. Like what? Get out of here, fag! Like that's <laughs> like is Feldman, uh, Tommy, like hyphenated. Like is that like your full middle name or what? You know? I don't know. That's who I think of, but I understand. But what? You, but when you, you think, think of, of him, jacket. you think of a little Corey Feldman with that like weird shaved face and like the pale yeah. skin. Like he has like a liver disease or he, something. He, he makes masks. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Out of squirrel skin, like where? Do, yeah, where does he get the material? He probably just know. takes squirrels and just he probably. puts out he puts out nuts on fucking he got like yarn attached to it. As soon as they bite, he pulls them into his room. As soon as oh, it flies man. through the window, he grabs it by the neck, snaps it, skins it with his bare hands, and just. Ma, oh, look! Man. I got more material for my mask. That's good, Tommy. Right? Please don't kill me. Like, <laughs> oh man, that's great. Man, that should be a movie. Oh, man. Tommy, Tommy Jarvis, young Tommy Jarvis's mask collection. Like, it could be a series. He does like a new mask every episode, it, and it's all of the events. And the last episode will be like the day before Friday the Thirteenth. This is gold. Watch someone uh, listen to this, and then like we don't copyright it, and they make a movie, and it's like a millionaire. Like, fuck, right? Don't Ch- steal our ideas. <laughs> yeah, don't steal our child mask maker psycho copyrighted squirrels. <laughs> Child mask maker psycho skinning squirrels is a Who copyright. Who is Tommy now. Jarvis? Who is Tommy Jarvis? That's copyrighted. Yeah. So you can't use any of those words. <laughs> Verbally copyrighted. Verbally copyrighted. Yeah, don't steal our don't steal our shit now. In the name of the, in the name of the Lord, I copyright this material. <laughs> I'm gonna get Sam Bernstein to like sue your ass. I thought he was like, uh, isn't he like a? Oh, he does everything. I thought he was like an injury lawyer. Man, Sam Bernstein does all of it. He's a great guy. He'll even probably cook you dinner. He's a good guy, bro. Yeah. We've been seeing those commercials since we were like yeah. four years old. One eight hundred, call Sam. And if I ever wanted to lie about getting a lower rate on my car insurance, I would call Geico. Right? It's like, hey, I heard you got low rates. How much for this nineteen ninety five car? 
eighteen thousand dollars for six months. Like, why? My record's clean. Yeah. Oh. Well, if you don't like us, go somewhere else. It's like no, okay. no skin off my bones. <laughs> right. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's party hard, die young. So I don't even know how we got off topic there. I don't even know. We just started talking about something and yeah. that led to another. That's what, that's what we do. I stared out the window for eight seconds and stopped listening. <laughs> and then I was like, yo, let me start talking. <laughs> that's how it happened. I mean, it is a podcast, so we're kind of like on here to talk. You know? Yeah, we are. Why not? But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that one. I, I hope it's good, but I hope they don't do too much like dumb teenager shit. Even though it's about dumb teenagers. But I you know ho- what I mean. I hope none you know of our mean? viewers have skin squirrels. I was just thinking about that. It's like masks made out of squirrels. Yeah, no, please don't. If, if you do... We can get some help for you or something. Yeah, we like. can get you some help. You come on over. You talk to us. We're gonna call the cops. We're gonna turn you in. You're gonna yeah. get you the help you need. <laughs> We're gonna get that you. That sounded the... almost like hopeful. It is hopeful, bro. We'll get you the help you need, bro. If you start just call the cops, bro. If you start skinning squirrels, just come over. We'll go to the precinct. Unless you're like a taxidermist or something. Yeah. Then, then, you, then you just need then to get I, laid. If like, you're a taxidermist, I would like one stuffed squirrel. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Uh, Speaking of something that has nothing to do with any of that, (laughs) it is time for the cult corner. And we're back. So this week's cult corner is actually concerning a paranormal film. It's going to be kind of a nice lead up, I feel like, to our main discussion. Like, it's a... I think it's a part of that because we have to talk about the history of paranormal films and uh, there have been paranormal films way before 1981 or 1980 but um, probably one of the better known like good or you know subjectively good paranormal films of like that era is the one that we're going to talk about today. Guess what it's not Poltergeist. No it's not Poltergeist. I feel like that I mean it's cult but a lot of people know about Poltergeist. Yeah this is like cult. Yeah. Like, there's cult, and then there's cult. Right. Like, that one you exactly have to like say that. with your balls. Cult. <laughs> that's the Apparently one we're talking about. that's how my about. balls talk. Uh. <laughs> the movie is... Like, they have bronchitis. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Oh, man. We're going to talk about the 1980 ghost film, The Changeling. This, this... Uh, I mean, I've heard, the ti- I've heard of the movie before, but, yeah. you know, Barnabas was like, yo, you got to watch this movie. And I was like, all right. So I watched it. And, like, it was just really, really good in general. Like, you know, you look back to some of the movies from the 80s, they're like, oh, they're so cheesy. But that's what makes them good, is that they're super bad. Yeah. No, this was, like, a good movie. I actually really, really liked George C. Scott. Like, Yeah. He he had that... that his acting was very genuine. Mm-hmm. Like, how... Like, when he was with his wife and his uh, daughter at the beginning, yeah. he was, like, super happy. But then, like, after the accident, you see, like, mm-hmm. I stay. I was like, every time I stare at him, like, you see that that look in his eyes, even yeah. when he was going horseback riding with that uh, one lady. I forget her name. I, I don't care. Uh, Claire, something like that. I think was it? Yeah. yeah, Claire Norman, played by Trish Van Devere. But uh, you could see the look in his eyes, and like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like you you could tell like something was bugging him. So when when he finally got contacted by Joseph, the yeah. ghost that was living in that house. Like, he felt extreme empathy, you know, Mm -hmm. because he kept seeing him, like, in the bathtub and having all these visions, and he would hear his pipes go off at six in the morning for half an hour straight, and then the plumber was like, well, you know, even uh, even heaters have habits, like, what the fuck are you talking about? 
Uh, sounds like he's been licking some heaters. It sounds like he's some been weird shit. snorting battery acid or something. Bro. <laughs> Probably a fucking idiot. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. You could see like, <laughs> you could see like the 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 really like emotional struggle that that dude was going through in that movie, man. Yeah. Like Russell lost his like whole family basically. Yeah, I mean, he much. that's all he had, and like, so he start he gets into this house and all that weird shit starts happening, and yeah. then he develops empathy for this ghost, just like totally randomly. Too. Yeah, it was out the blue. Like it really has nothing to do with him. And then like all of a sudden, like this old lady starts telling him mm-hmm. something about his lawyer, and then she's like. Oh, that that's a that's uh, terrible things have happened in that house. Da, 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 da. So I guess it was it was known in the community, yeah. But it wasn't known by like the public because yeah. the the whole uh, what's it called the decoy was actually the senator, right? Right. So I don't know. This movie played on emotions a lot, yeah. And uh, it played on like what was the main theme? Loss, I would say. Yeah. Because like that's what. He's trying to get closure by helping this little boy. He, I guess he thinks that if he helps him get closure, he'll help himself get closure with the death of his family, too, right. because he obviously didn't have closure. He was up at 6 in the morning crying, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, because so, I, I don't think they ever, like... Oh, no, well, they, they knew what happened. But it was definitely somebody's fault, and he probably felt like he didn't get justice for his family being killed. Like, yeah. even though it was an accident, Yeah, you know? He still probably felt like there was somebody to blame obviously and you know to figure out that this ghost of this little kid that's residing in this house is trying to seek basically the exact same thing you know and it is a kid after losing his own he probably feels like you know i don't don't really like fully understand or like know why i am a part of this which I think it was because he had that experience. Yeah, recently, the, ghost, you know? the ghost probably reached yeah. out to him because, like, but you know, he's he like, understand. he's like, some something is drawing me to like help this little boy, and like, you know, he probably doesn't think it or say it, but internally, he's like, he's kind of looking for what I never got the chance to like find is ju- is like justice, you know, so. I think that's why he like does it, but I, that's what I love about this movie is that you know there, it's an actual character that you care about, like you care about his struggle, like you care about his progression, and I think that's definitely part of George C. Scott's performance because, like you were saying, that look in his eye, it's like yeah, you can it's tell, real, man. you can tell that he's like suffered loss, you know, because it looks like he's half not there in his eyes. Exactly, like he's like he's half dead after losing his family. I think he feels guilt. Yeah. Like, extreme guilt. Yeah. But, and, it, you know, it's also, I think, his tie with the ghost. Like, he can relate. So, I think he does an, an incredible job. And it's just a well-written character, like, in general, too. Um, so, that was probably my favorite part about the film. Yeah, he was the best part about yeah. the whole film. But, you know, his, his acting is, like, superb. Yeah. Like, but it was... Yeah. A, no, I, I totally like, agree with like, you. Like, yeah, he yeah. can, like take a cheesy horror movie yeah. if if they put him in any of like the 80s slashers yeah like he would have like if he was like the main focus he would have like made that those movies from cheese oh, yeah. b movies to like grade a movies yeah because he brings like as this, long like, as there's some sort of internal struggle within him, right then he can display those emotions effectively. yeah he's, he's great at that yeah but no he's he's a badass for i sure. think probably because it's not even just good acting he can probably really really empathize with them right like he Maybe he just, did lose somebody too, you know. Yeah, and he just thought about that. Yeah. You can you can never tell either that or like right. his just ability to interpret emotions on that level is good because right. like 
he's really good at putting himself in his his character's shoes and like he kind of shines through the whole movie right. like even even though like he's really depressed throughout the whole movie he had just just certain feel to him like you right. felt like something good was finally gonna come after all the struggle that he had yeah no I, I think that's probably why I like this movie so much is that it is a horror film and it is like a ghost story but I love ghost stories like these more than like anything that's like insidious or the conjuring because these actually have like a story that you care about and characters that you care about and it's like interesting like this movie was a horror film it was a ghost story but it was also a murder mystery it was also a suspense like drama you know it was kind of a love story in, in yeah. a way you know it had like this blending of all these different genres that's what i really liked about it i thought Me i was too. just gonna yeah. sit there and watch like a cheesy 80s film where, yeah. where like the clock on a string just flies at someone and they move and they're like Whoa! like like the house on uh like the house on haunted hill yeah with vincent price like that's yeah that's a classic movie but you know you can tell that it's really cheesy it's from like oh, the yeah, 50s yeah. or 60s or whatever but everything is just really like corny you know yeah. even though it's a great film and like one of the first paranormal movies basically ever that gained any traction yeah so don't get mad because we say it was yeah but it was corny like those skeletons at the end yeah man that's, that's like the shit that we use yeah for like our stuff, you know? <laughs> i mean yeah we i mean cinema has come a long oh, way oh yeah I'm not, yeah definitely it's like from switching from like grass and mud to yeah. an electronic toothbrush you know like, yeah i know but the changeling has such a like different vibe to it than like a movie like that is what I'm saying. Yeah, and it, you know, and the thing about these older movies is they don't li- rely on jump scares at all. Oh yeah, no, all of the, like, Zero. the all of the horror elements were super like, like not slow paced, but subtle. a good a good subtle pace. Yeah, exactly. And you know they weren't like right in your face. All of the basically all the like the loud shit happened in like the action sequences. Yeah, you know? otherwise it was mostly just like. <clears throat> The older movies relied on, like, suspense and atmosphere. Yeah. And then, like, that sense of dread when you feel like something's just about to happen, then it doesn't yeah, happen. Exactly. You let your guard down, then all of a sudden it happens. Like, yeah. It w- and it's not a jump scare. Like, like, I would, like, I would be way more scared if I, like, turned around and, like, didn't know something was behind me, but I could kind of have that, feel like that wheel- sense of dread. Like a wheelchair? <laughs> yeah. Or, or, like, a fucking monster roll. Like, I'd t- turn around not really knowing or, like, having any idea. That would scare me the most, especially if it was just, like, looking at me or about to like, attack me. But if I, uh, like, heard something first and was aware to something behind me, you know, even if it was, it was something terrifying, like, I already, already know something's behind me, so even when I turn around to it, like, I'm not going to get as scared, you know? At least yeah. that's how I that's how I am. Like, yeah. you, you might get that jolt initially, but that's not really from fright. It's just from being shocked and unaware, you know? Yeah, and that, so, that was a better kind of fear rather yeah. than this. Because, bro, I don't care if you're the toughest guy in the world. If you're w- walking in a dark alley mm-hmm. and a six-year-old jumps behind you and goes, boo, take you off guard, <laughs> right. you're going to jump. But that's just fight or flight. That's right, not you're not like scared. That, you're not scared. You're just, now you're just hyper-aware and you're ready to right, f- right. throw someone over a balcony. Like, there's a difference. <laughs> there's a difference between just frozen in fear and reacting to a situation like those are two different things yeah no i i agree so that's why i liked it like you didn't even really see anything in the background either like it was it was a lot more of like an implied 
you know, terror, basically. But you, you were still, like, drawn in by the camera angles and the music and stuff. Like, the creepy music. Like, the... Oh, you know? Yeah. Like kind of and the best part was, like, yeah, like you said, nothing really, you know, came out at you or nothing like that. Right. You didn't see any really apparitions. But, you know, someone would be in one room mm. doing something. Like, you'd think it's a regular scene. Then all of a sudden, a noise comes from the other room. Then, like, then comes the... Then comes the score. The piano kicks in. Dun, yeah. Dun, and then they start slowly walking toward the noise to see what it is. And, like, the whole room's been, like, changed up. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it relied on more, like, I don't know. I wouldn't say bizarre, but, like, I don't know. It was it was subtle. It wasn't overwhelmed with just reaction. You were right. overwhelmed with dread. There's, like yeah. I said, two different things completely. Yeah. And uh, so I think that's actually a good lead up to our main segment for this particular episode and we're going to talk about paranormal movies in general really but yeah man i I think that's a this is a really great point because now i mean don't get me wrong there are definitely some like good paranormal movies out there oh yeah but i guess jump scare has just become like a tradition now like that's i guess that's going to be the new tradition for paranormal movies and horror movies in general is the jump scare and uh i mean it didn't I don't know. Would you say that Paranormal Activity was the one that really, like, forgive my pun, jump-started it? They jump-started uh, literally everything that all these paranormal movies are moving up, doing yeah. now, and I really wanted to talk about this. So, uh, in Paranormal Activity, if you remember, nobody survived. Uh, everyone got... Pretty much. I mean, she was possessed, yeah, but, I mean... She, she survived. Technically. Not really. But <laughs> yeah. it was one of those no-hope movies. And then as soon as that started happening, then came like just, just the, the whole wave of horror movies. Yeah. Not just paranormal movies, but horror movies too. Like paranormal activity started that even with like slashers nowadays. The whole no one's gonna live yeah. type thing. It was usually like these movies usually were about good versus evil. Paranormal movies. Yeah. It was like good versus evil, and then good has to come out on top because it just has to. That's mm-hmm. that's just how those worked, but. Nowadays, you know, I guess they don't want to be too, like, traditional, yeah. I guess, because I guess those are just cliches, mm-hmm. everyone always surviving, but, and I, I don't know, I guess that's the point Cabin in the Woods was trying to make, like, if you don't live up to all these cliches that, of modern horror, that the gods, that's us, you know, the people who, like, critique yeah. you know, movies that don't like them, are gonna crucify the movie, so... I don't know. I mean, I I guess. Yeah, I, I think you're kind of right because, I mean, they basically tried to transcend all that and we're just like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to try to bring it back to like what we think is the roots and that's actually scaring people. So let's try to do that in like the best way possible. And that's how all these like loud noise jump scares, be you know, came to be pretty much. Yeah, it was people trying to like, I don't know, just just change up tradition. They don't want to live up to all those cliches and all mm. that stuff of, like, good always wins. Yeah. And then they'll be like, no, good people die all the time. And, I mean, honestly, if you are able to get reactions out of people in the movie theater, even if your movie is pretty garbage, like Paranormal Activity, you know, people are still going to talk about it. Because they'll be like, oh, my God, I jumped, like, five feet in the air. Like, oh, that's that's nice, Francine. You know, yeah. <laughs> why don't you tell me about the rest of your day? Right. But, you know, they're going to remember that at least for like a week 
especially if you're like a kid you, you know you know how we were yeah you see something cool you like talk about it to your friends for like a whole week even if you <laughs> even if you tell them like every day they're like know, bro like, you told me this you're like, like hey paranormal activity you know after like the fifth day in a row yeah i don't know i I didn't think it was scary that was my main problem with yeah it it was jump scares and it was like stupid like they everyone thought it was scary when like what's her name kate i don't know i don't know she (laughs) she she was sleeping with her husband not like fucking like they were just in a bed sleeping and then she just woke up and stared at him for like eight hours yeah just not never moving everyone in the theater was like oh and then after like three minutes passed by and it's still doing that she's yeah. still doing that everyone just started laughing like, yeah I mean it, it seems like a mockery I guess I guess it, now it's just for views like yeah. bro you gotta go see that movie it's fucking ridiculous like right that's why I don't know I don't know the last one sucked dick I mean they all did in my opinion but I, I like the one with the, the last one was with terrible. the little Xbox sensors yeah right but in that one everyone was that one 4 yeah, with the witches. I think, or yeah, I think so. Everyone dies in these movies, bro. There's no point. There's no point of watching them. I mean, I agree, but that, but you know, that kind of did jumpstart like this whole trend that we have now with paranormal horror movies, and some oh, yeah. are, some are trying to like, get away from that, like The Conjuring. I mean, I wouldn't say it doesn't have jump scares, but I think that The Conjuring is a, a really great movie. Um, you know, well, the jump scares were put where they were needed. Right, yeah. Like, when it was actually that was the terrifying. That the hide-and-seek you know? one, right? Yeah, yeah. With the with the chick on, like, the top of the, the dresser. Cl- yeah, that yeah. that was needed, see? Yeah, no, that, to that was To really establish that there was, like, actually something... A presence. Yeah, that yeah. there was actually something th- very threatening, and it wasn't just people being paranoid. Right. That's what they needed to assert. What paranormal activity and every other movie, like, asserts right from the beginning that something's yeah. wrong. Right. Like, why are you recording your life? Like... Yeah. <laughs> We're recording for do do do. I hope nothing goes wrong. Oh look, it's fucking ghost. Oh, we are oh, snap my neck. Threw me down the stairs, folded me in half. Yeah, pretty much. But in like the the changeling, for example, you know, it's like I don't want to say it drags on. No, but there's like a pretty it late. It's, it's like the first half hour of the it, movie. It's really paced. Nothing it's even paced really, really happens. Yeah, but it's paced really well. It is. It's just a. I would you. say it's on the slower side for sure. Oh, yeah. But it's it's deliberate, you know. Now. If a movie feels like that, it's actually because it is going too fast or it's taking too long. You know, it is dragging out. So, I don't know. There's just not really a whole lot of effort. And, like, I actually remember John Russell from The Changeling. Even, like, I, I saw it yesterday, but I remember the character anyway from, like, when I watched it a long time ago. Because that's actually a memorable character. Um, and, I, I mean, I remember... I don't remember the actor's name now, but... Uh, Ed... Um, Ed Warren from The Conjuring and like his wife, you know? Ed and Lorraine, yeah. Yeah. I remember Ed and Lorraine. I remember, uh, it, was it Elise from, was it her name? From Insidious? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Because she's been in all the movies and like Ed and Lorraine Warren have been in all the uh, Conjuring, Conjuring so movies. far. But also, I mean, I liked them because I actually like you researched know what, you about know what, them and they're like interesting. You know what had really potential to like. He had real potential to like be like a recurring character in the series. Mm. They should not. Here's my. They should not have killed off Ethan Hawke in Sinister. Oh yeah, he could. I, agree. I liked him. Ethan Hawke was dope. Yeah, Ethan Hawke is dope. Period. Yeah. No, I really liked his. He made me go though. buy a cardigan. I was like, man, you look comfortable, bro. <laughs> I swear. Yeah, I went. Right. I bought a coffee mug and a cardigan. I was chilling. Hopefully not watching those kind of videos though. But <laughs> yeah, no, I like I like him. I mean, those are pretty like famous actors already anyway but i mean they did have 
at least decent characters, but like a character like John Russell's in The Changeling, honestly, I don't know if we're going to see a character like that again in a paranormal movie, unless it like goes back to those kind of roots. But you I just don't who, even really care. If they're going to use someone that can act like that, we need fucking Liam Neeson as yeah. a serious hurt guy mm-hmm. who experienced loss in paranormal movies. Yeah. Trust me, Liam Neeson, think about it. No, that's, that'd, be, that'd be dope. Or Morgan Freeman. That would be, like, crazy. <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Imagine Morgan Freeman in horror movies. He's, like, the main character. Like, he's, like, the the one experiencing these internal issues. Yeah, yeah. Imagine Morgan Freeman in this movie. He would be fucking great. Yeah, I agree. See? <laughs> that, would be, that would be interesting. That would be good. Sure. Or Vampire Morgan Freeman. That would sound Vampire. <laughs> Imagine if Morgan Freeman plays, like, the old Blade. Oh, that would be sick. <laughs> <laughs> I am oh. going to cut you in half. <laughs> Oh man! Now I want that movie. Please, if, if you're from a big uh, Hollywood studio, please make uh, Blade Four, the 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 sequel sequel with Morgan Freeman as Blade, like modern day. Like that's yeah. who Blade grew into. Yeah, that and would... then just make have Wesley Snipes do like a cameo, right? Like it's like he's like <laughs> he's talking like to a, his younger self flashback sequence. He's like, like a bartender or something. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. <laughs> That's a pretty good impression. Is it? Uh, yeah, I mean, kind of. It sounds like uh, South like, Park Morgan Freeman. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. That's what I was going for. Yeah. Every one oh, of then, my impressions is more yeah. South Park or <laughs> family oriented. You like popsicles? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough of that. <laughs> we have a podcast to do, Sam. No, we don't. <laughs> oh, not in, after this episode, we will. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But... Yeah, uh, ah, man, there's just so much to talk about, I feel like, for paranormal movies. Cause Let's talk about Insidious. <sighs> Insidious was Insidious was good. I didn't like two or three. No, one was... Or the, four. One, I think Insidious... Fuck. It's... All right, so... Even though the devil monster is kind of stupid looking. Yeah, but... <laughs> not really, he's fucking freaky. Yeah, the lipstick, kind of The freaky. lipstick demon, what they call him. Yeah, but people were also laughing at him. Like, it's not supposed to happen. My opinion, the... Modern uh, movies. Oh, let me just go out on a limb here. The greatest paranormal movie of all time is The Exorcist. Yeah, that's my opinion. Nothing fucking mm. freaked me out more than that. I agree. I would. I've never been that disturbed. I, I should not have watched it when I was seven years old. That's where I that fucked, up. fucked up. That's where I really fucked up. That's why you're like this, <laughs> <laughs> bro. If you saw a chick uh, masturbating with a crucifix and throwing up on everyone and. And she looked the way that she looked, bro. Yeah. Fuck that. I would say, I definitely agree, but I would also throw Poltergeist up there. I'm definitely, pro- yeah. That's like tied or at least a very close second place For to me, the Exorcist. Uh, number one is Exorcist. Two is Poltergeist. Number three, I would say, is The Omen. I think The Omen is underrated Ooh, as a paranormal movie the Omen is because that's good. literally the flesh and blood of Satan. I, my, mine. I those are my top two old omen, yeah. Not the one with that guy who played uh, Cotton and Scream. Right. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. My top two are the same. Although I wouldn't say one and two. I would say tie for first place, and then I'll give a number three, probably as uh oh man. Yeah. I have two in mind. They're well, then you said Poltergeist. All right, we'll hold Exorcist and Poltergeist to the same regard. So those are number one. So what's number okay. two? My number two in that case yeah. would probably be the Orphanage. The Orphanage? I don't think I've seen it. Uh, uh, 
what fuck, how do you say it in like Spanish? El, El Orfanato or something like it's that. It's a foreign film? Yeah. Well, they did a remake, of course, but it's uh, originally a Spanish film. And it's really good. I think if I showed you a picture of like the poster, you'd recognize it. I don't think you've seen it, but I would I would say that's probably my second like all time horror film or like paranormal horror film. Sorry, but it is up there with my like favorite how, how horror films. Twenty sixteen. Nope. Uh, like two thousand and seven. Yeah, that's the poster. Okay. The yeah. kid with the little bag. You, you probably. <laughs> I've seen this. You poster. probably yeah. Yeah, you've yeah, seen yeah the I'm pretty sure. Like. Um. I would say that's probably my second favorite. It's, man, it is really good. It's actually, it's super, like, depressing. So I think that you'll like it. But there's actually some, like, good... You're welcome. (laughs) But there's actually some, like, good scares. And it, oh, my God, the atmosphere is top-notch. And then I would say my third has to be Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary's Baby. You can't leave that one out. Yeah, that's, that's in there. Yeah. I didn't even list five, did I? I listed three. Yeah, you listed three. No, well, I didn't, I didn't list five. Uh, you know, if we're, if we're counting Poltergeist and Exorcist as number one together, then I need a two and a three. So if you had an extra choice, what would yours be? I mean, you already said Rosemary. Since you haven't, was, yeah, since you haven't seen uh, The Orphanage. Since I haven't seen The Orphanage. Let me, let me, give me like a couple seconds to think. <laughs> I, need to, I need a jogger. I'm just fucking spaced out all the time. Give me a second. Yeah, no problem, man. That's why sometimes I'll, I'll I'll open up Netflix and I'll see a movie from like three years ago. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot they released that back then. That's cool. Let me watch it again. Like, yeah. every every experience is a new experience for me. <laughs> oh man, I bet some people wish that they had that. Oh man, uh, I'm not gonna talk about modern horror movies. I mean, paranormal movies for this top. Yeah, you know, yeah. our top. We'll talk about. I don't those. even think they fit in anyway. Well, yeah, we can give our favorite like current more current we'll talk about our favorite ones but for now let's let's talk about some of the old ones in particular yeah so i mean did you were you able to think of an extra one that you'd put up there and like spot number three technically i'm trying to think of a paranormal movie that i really really enjoyed yeah i think i think for you rosemary's baby would also be up there because i know you appreciate that movie was that 1967 right yeah, or like something around, like that. I, I watched that when I was younger. That fucked me up too. Yeah, <laughs> but Exorcist really fucked me up. Would you say that maybe The Shining? Uh, no. If you not, if, not it was. I know. I know you. Was, when you do that, dis- that was disturbing. It was atmospheric. If anything, yeah, I liked it, but I, I, I wouldn't consider that like you wouldn't consider it. Par- oh, okay. I, I was like, I could see how if you wouldn't consider it that paranormal either, but it kind of is. I would say. Yeah. Hellraiser. Ah, see, but can would you consider that a paranormal movie or more of like a supernatural like Well that's the same thing. Hell movie. Nah. I know, but when people think paranormal, they think of like demonic possession like, or like, like ghosts. Well, they're, they're literally you know? demons, you know. For most of them, yeah. But there are some well, ghosts. Well then I'll go with uh Evil Dead, the original one. Mm. Okay. I, yeah, I can I can kinda see the paranormal. Like that's, yeah. What do you mean you it's can like, kind of it's, see? It's hard they for read me. from the Book of the Dead. <laughs> yeah, but, it, but you, you know how the Evil Dead is. Like, it's hard for know, me to categorize it, like, subcategorize it. Yeah, I know. It's For me, it's like a horror movie. You know? I don't know. For for me, it was a paranormal movie. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I can see that. I can see that. I don't I, The new one was good. Yeah. Like, the new one was good. Also, it, I if, like how he made a fucking... Ash made a cameo. 
Yeah, I will. I'm so happy about that. I will give a shout out if you're like Samael and you have not been watching Ash vs. Evil Dead on Stars. I'm gonna start. Fuck. I you. know. <laughs> you, you owe it to yourself though, because now there's news about it's like lower lower ratings and it, it it's hard to access because you pretty much have to have Stars and you know, like have to have the app and shit. But uh, it it could be canceled potentially. What? Yeah, because it's just not getting like the numbers. Because no one has like access to stars, and if you're like overseas or something, like you can't access the stars app. Yeah, but season three, that's not on Netflix. It's out right now. Well, no one wants to pay for stars. Exactly. That's but they don't offer it anywhere else. Like currently, why doesn't Netflix just take it? They should sell it to Netflix. That way, Netflix yeah. will actually no, give I a agree. fuck about maintaining it. And, and that's what some people were like talking about. That's why I fuck with Netflix and Hulu. Yeah, yeah like yeah. they actually give a shit. Like they'll give a they'll, shot. They'll 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 put you on like the front page. Yeah, like they'll advertise you yeah. even on Facebook. Like mm-hmm. imagine Ash vs Evil Dead, right? You're like, oh no, it's on Stars. I can't. Yeah. But if you see exclusively now on Netflix right, Ash right. vs. Evil Dead what are you gonna you're gonna fucking oh, I'm gonna use Netflix everyone, everyone has Netflix everyone, everyone's gonna watch it nobody overseas apparently has access to the stars like app or like the website or whatever not a lot of people pay for stars the channel so they can't like just access it straight up on you know their fire stick or something I mean that's what I do because my parents like have like the whole package so they have stars and shit so it's it's easy for me but a lot of people don't have access to the app and if you obviously don't have stars the channel there's no way for you to watch it. Yeah, you have to, like, subscribe. Yeah. And you can't just click subscribe. You have to call your cable provider right. and be like... Like, right, right now, for me, it's nice because it goes up on Stars the, the Sunday that the new episode airs. Actually, before the new episode airs. Like if you have the Stars app, you can watch it at, like, 10 a.m. or whenever they upload it instead of waiting till like, 10 p.m. to watch it you know, live, like, on the channel. I mean, I'd rather wait till 10 p.m. That's a perfect time to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. just saying, like, you could do that, you know? Oh, yeah. So, that's nice, but obviously not a lot of people have access to it anyway, so that's the big problem, but anyway, I mean, I don't want to get off on a tangent about Ash vs. Evil Dead, but, <laughs> you know, I hope it sticks around. You, you have you do have to watch it, but, um, yeah. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> What were you talking about? Are you talking about current paranormal movies? Yeah, that's what I was going to start okay. talking about. Like, what are your top five current paranormal movies? Top five current? What would you say, like, a year range? Like, from... Like, Paranormal Activity and up? Yeah, Paranormal Activity and up. So, like, they 2009? They changed the whole game. Okay. They changed the whole ball game. I would say... I don't know if I can give it an order, but... I, I will say The Conjuring, Personal Shopper. What is that? I haven't heard of that. It's 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 dope. Okay. It's got Kristen Stewart in it. It's good though. You fanboy. You like Twilight? <laughs> no, I don't like Twilight, but I like her in not Twilight. Ah. She's a good actress otherwise. I'm per, personal it. Shopper. Well, no, I liked her really in The good. Messengers. Yeah, yeah. See, th- that was horror movies done right. The Messengers. Yeah, I agree. Um, let me see what else. The Innkeepers. Okay. You know about that one, right? I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, it's it's good. That's a slow burner for sure. Just like House of the Devil, but yeah. Um, the Innkeepers for sure. I would say... Oof. The Conjuring 2. Agreed. Yeah. So both of the Conjuring's in there. Uh, and then I have one more. Ooh. What else? 
trying to think of like a. You don't have to stop listing them. I just want to know your favorites. No, 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 I have I have one more, and then I'll say probably, the Awakening. Yeah, I think so. I mean, unless I'm totally missing something that's obvious, but. Was that one with past two thousand and nine? With a Dybbuk box, yeah. Oh yeah, I haven't really seen that one as much though. I feel like really, yeah. so good. Um, it's the one with like I, the I white demon. With yeah, the... it's got Jeffrey Dean Morgan. From, yeah, uh, exactly. yeah, yeah. I know which one you're talking about, but I feel like I've only ever come across it like on TV, and I, I never finished watching it because of whatever it, reason. They have but... it on, uh, I think, Netflix or Hulu. I'll check it out. Yeah, because I mean, I've been wanting You'll to enjoy watch it, bro. the whole thing. You'll really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about Sinister? That's that's yeah. definitely in my top. Maybe sinister, but I think it's I think it's one of those two, for sure. So what's your top five? Uh, so the first Insidious. Okay. The Conjuring and the Conjuring Two. Yeah. Sinister. Hmm. Let me think, cause there was there was a few that I. Yeah. I liked. It's kind of hard though because I don't honestly, honestly my fifth the- one right off off the top of my dome yeah. because I might not mean it you know <laughs> yeah no I feel you I mean aside from personal shopper though like the ones that I listed I like and are good but they're also like similar you know yeah it's that Bloomhouse feel like it feels similar like between all the movies like it's hard to differentiate sometimes between Insidious and The Conjuring and not just because the same actors in them yeah. but like also Paranormal Activity in a way oh you know. I got one I got okay. one I got one what is it don't knock twice. Yeah, don't knock twice. Don't knock really twice. I, damn, I might have to put that up in. That's mind definitely too. in my top five. Yeah. Don't if you haven't seen Don't Knock Twice. Did we talk about that at all? Um, I don't think so, but it's really good. All right, we should make an episode about that eventually. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, because yeah, that's a hidden modern. That gem. could be well. That could be our chopping block, but I don't think it's available for streaming that much. Is it on Netflix? I don't think so. Right? Not on Netflix, but you could get it off Comcast or off yeah. Amazon Video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how I, I watch everything through Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, you could do that. I mean, so you'd have to probably pay Ooh, for it, but... Can, can I can I, it. can I put in another tie for fifth? Sure. Lights Out along with that. Lights Out was pretty good. I, I found the short film to be, like, more effective, even though the special effects was kind of stupid. But, yeah, I think the short film was definitely way more effective. Just like Mama. They, they have a short film? Oh, man, film? that's... Yeah, it started... It originated as a short film. I didn't like Mama. That's the thing, like, Mama the Short is fucking terrifying, bro. It like, the Holly- five to ten minutes short or whatever. It seems Hollywood just takes these... Yeah, it's just, they, shits, they made shits the, out whatever it thinks. They made the character of Mama look dumb, but, uh... And I always mention this to people when I somehow, like, am talking about Mama to them, but I always tell them to go look up the, like, experiment video of the actual actor that like does the mama movement because it's not all like cgi like there's an actual person like i I guess probably supplying motion capture or just something that they can mimic the movements off of um actually i kind of want to play it for you right now let me see um but i just want to see what she looks like uh movement test reaction here we go so look up mama movement test reaction it's creepy you'll probably have nightmares but see, this is really effective, even though that's a real person. Oh, what the fuck, bro? That's a real like human being. It's this guy. He actually did the uh, alien oh, costume. Oh, this is all makeup. That's yeah. It's all person. It's all real makeup. How fucking creepy is that? Yo, they're using wires, but like the way he's moving. Yeah, it's really unsettling. And like that mask. I'm sorry if you guys have nightmares. 
after seeing this, but I always tell people like to look at this video for what Mama could have been. Cause imagine if this was the Mama creature, it would have been a good movie. It would have been fucking scary, especially if they like use this music and like this kind of like what the fuck. And that's a that's a guy. He was the alien. Hey, my mama. No, I'm glad he's not my mama. But like that would have actually been scary. So I, I hate when these companies like. What the fuck is that? Oh, uh, Crimson Peak. Yeah, Crimson Peak is great. Sorry, we're like watching videos because we get distracted. We can easily, add in but... Crimson Peak. Sounds like something we'd probably talk about eventually. Have you seen it? I really, I really liked it. It was definitely more like CGI though. Even though they did oh, like create mind. these, like, oh my god, I've ghosts, never seen this. Why haven't I ever seen this? That's Jessica Chastain. Why haven't I seen this? I don't know. You want to watch it tonight? I'm down. Why didn't you yeah. tell me about this? <laughs> I thought you knew about this movie, bro. Well, fuck no. It's a uh, Guillermo del Toro producer. Did he direct it? What the fuck? I think he directed it. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you never heard of this, bro. It's like that gothic like ghost movie. Look at that. Anyway. This is a recommendation for me for sure because I, I really like this film. Basically, anything Del Toro touches is like amazing. But yeah, look at that! Look at that makeup. That's what movies are missing tonight, or like not tonight, but oh yeah, he did direct it. You know, yeah, you know what I mean. Practical effects are the way, bro. Yeah, I love Del Toro, bro. He's he's a fucking genius. I just, I just love, like, hearing him talk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry this turned into, like, a Guillermo del Toro, like, stand moment, you know? But, I don't know. I, I just really love him. But Crimson Peak's actually, like, a really good paranormal movie. I, I would put that in my top five of, uh, of like, past 2009, actually. I don't know what I would take out, but I would put that in my top five. We should talk about now paranormal remakes and why oh, yeah, you shouldn't fuck with them. Poltergeist? Top, you know, tied for first, probably greatest paranormal movie ever. Yeah. Poltergeist remake. Fucking garbage. I haven't seen it. Get it out of my face. I didn't even finish the whole movie. And you know, I almost always finish yeah, every, any, every movie, movie no matter what. Bad. Even if it's terrible, I'll be like, oh, maybe this will be like, you know, a guilty pleasure movie for me. But the Poltergeist remake, ass. Fucking what else? Amityville Horror. Amityville Horror with ass. fucking who did they pick? Ryan fucking what is his name? Ryan. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That shit was garbage. I like Ryan Reynolds, but sucked. <laughs> uh, what else was there? Ouija, like the first Ouija. I don't think that was a remake, but that movie sucked. Possession was good. Yeah, the possession was it, good. It just, it, I don't, I don't think it was really. A but remake. like, if we're talking about the yeah, if we're talking about the remakes, like Poltergeist was ass. Um, what else did they do? I mean, even, like, The Grudge and stuff was not great. The Grudge was not great. Juan was yeah. a lot better. The Ring. Yeah, The Ring was... Ringu was The better. Ring was actually... The remake of The Ring was actually pretty decent. But that was back in, like, the early 2000s when <laughs> shit was still, like, good, you know? So, I, I don't know, man. It seems like the remakes was, had, like, none of the same feel, yeah. nor atmosphere, oh, nor... Oh, oh. Speaking of which, though, Kevin Bacon... He actually was in a more recent movie. It was that, like, uh, The Darkness or something. He's got, like, a poster with the black handprints. And, like, the kid. Like, he finds this weird, like, stone or something. 
in like the Rocky Mountain. I don't know, some mountain range never, or something like that. I never cared too right? much about Kevin Bacon to know what that is. I was thinking because we thought, you know, yeah, about like Hollow Man and shit from Tremors from before. But, uh, still haven't yeah. heard that movie. So Kevin Bacon's still not relevant, unfortunately. No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, wait, he was in uh, Friday the 13th, wasn't he? He got killed. In the original. Original? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He got killed or that with, was a, with the knife through the throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That was a good movie, but that was 1981. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I know. Damn it, Kevin. Yeah, this is not. This is not really anything like super decent coming out, at least from like the Hollywood, like the Bloomhouse Productions kind of stuff, you know. The Nun is. Uh... Yeah. No, except for like the Conjuring franchise is like the only one that's still relevant. I feel like and good, but uh, it's not really. A whole lot else, but coming out of the indie scene, a ton of good stuff. Basically, anything A24 puts out, um, and they've got a new one coming out called Hereditary, oh, which yeah. we've talked about. Everyone is hyped for that one, even like non like underground horror fans. It's reached some other people, and that one is hype, and I'm really excited to see that. That'll be really good, but that's not like Blue House. That's just fucking like a. I mean, they're a successful company for sure, but it's still, I would say kind of indie but like personal shopper that one came out of uh france i believe even though it was it was english language but who did it winchester uh i don't know was that ghost house probably i don't exactly remember i'm not sure hold on but it was probably ghost house yeah or like platinum dunes or one of those i i really don't know yeah winchester was just okay see that's what i mean like they're like just okay but there's nothing really special about a lot of the newer horror movies coming out. I think The Conjuring did so well because it was actually effectively scary. Like, it wasn't just, oh, here's some, like, random thing jumping out oh, of your face. It's Black Lab Entertainment. Oh, yeah. I've, I've never heard of them. Yeah, I, I don't think I have either. So, I think that, you know, that's, like, a good reason why uh, The Conjuring is pretty good, but... There, there just really isn't, like, a whole lot else coming out of, like, Hollywood. But they keep rehashing all the same stories and all the same scares. And, like, oh, my God, Truth or Dare. That yeah, one, oh, my God. That looks so fucking stupid. And I've, like, my film friends have, some of them have seen it. And one of my uh, one of my buddies was like, it was so bad. <laughs> I've, like, I'm not, I'm not surprised at all. Everything's bad nowadays. Yeah. Like, do you see the, like, the clearly CGI faces of, like, the people to, like, indicate that they're possessed or something, but they still, like, clearly look like people. Yeah. <laughs> it's so terrible. They did the same thing in uh, Ouija Origin of Evil, although that movie kind of made up for it because it actually had, like, a decent story, but... Yeah, that one was actually pretty good. Like, Truth or Dare looks stupid as fuck, and I feel like that exactly, like, uh, char- like categorizes the... Uh, movies like paranormal films that are coming out now like it's, they've got that cheesy ass stupid cgi like on their faces and it just relies on cheap jump scares to get reactions out of people and but the, people don't really remember those movies you no know? i don't remember shit <laughs> i mean i remember paranormal activity because it like jump started it and i remember like insidious and stuff because they were actually decent you know what i'm happy about but, that movie haunted house oh yeah How it just exposes paranormal activity as like, the it dumbest does. thing in the world yeah, yeah. The Wayans brothers are smart as shit. Yeah. 
I mean, the, you know, yeah, everyone's just, like, setting up the cameras in their houses and shit. There are some movies that do that effectively, but they're not, like, Hollywood movies, like uh, Grave Encounters. Oh, my God. I that forgot was so about good. that one. I don't know if I would put it in my top five current, but it's it might be up there. Like, it's good. Well, that's top 15, definitely. That, oh, top 10 for sure, I think. But Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Grave Encounters as well. Oh, I didn't even list uh, one of my favorites. I would probably throw this in my top three all time or more current, but Lake Mungo. I've told you about that yeah. one. It's... I really like it, and you have to watch it. Uh, it's filmed like home movie style, but everything is I so started like watch, raw. I did. I I remember you told me to watch it, yeah. and I was watching it, and then it start and it started getting really like distru- Creep, yeah, creepy. Dis- and I'm not gonna right? lie, I turned it off because I got scared. I swear, I'm not bullshitting. I swear, all my life, bro. Now you have I was to like, watch. All right, because it felt like real, right? Yeah, man, it was. That's, not, that's the thing. I, like, I never got to finish watching. I don't even remember what it was. I just complete. You know, purposeful forgetting. We have so to. You're, we have so to you don't it. experience PTSD like that. Type we of have shit. to watch it with the lights off. You're gonna shit your pants. Oh, man. <laughs> I think so. I think that's what we have to do. Maybe not like tonight, but at some point that we shit, have to. I don't know. That should freak me out, bro. Like I. I just got to a certain point. I just want to have like. I more think I got 40, 40 minutes into the movie, not even. And I there's, like, there's. I can't one, watch this right now. I gotta watch some there's South Park. A, yeah, there's one scene in particular in that movie that I think is after that, that um everybody talks about, and I'm not gonna spoil it, but when you see it, you're like, it's gonna stay with you. Like that's that's how that movie is, and that's how I think paranormal movies have to be. Either that, or they have to Ooh, really like make you feel something, like the changeling. The devil know? inside was good too. Yeah, it was. I forgot was about right. that. Devil inside was good. Yeah, that was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was a pretty good one. The devil was good too. But I mean, they have I to don't actually. Care what anybody says. I like the devil, but I mean, they have to really elicit something from you. Devil is to good, be good. Subliminal, subliminal. Yeah. <laughs> like the only reason we know about paranormal activity is because it sucked. But it still kind of like set everything off, you know. But uh, stuff like the Changeling and stuff like Lake Mungo, those actually like stay with you for whatever reason, you know. But like, don't knock twice stayed. Oh yeah, lights out stayed with me. Yeah, yeah. There's certain exactly. movies I don't remember. Right, because like those movies were actually pretty good. Yeah. Like they were scary, you know. Oh yeah. But Ooh, all well, these other movies like Truth or Dare, like Prince of shit. Darkness too. Prince of Darkness was a great older one, yeah, for sure. That was a great older one. That's definitely my top ten. Mm-hmm. Just the fog. It's, it's oh man, the fog. the fog. Ah, oh, how did I forget about the fog? That's probably up there with my number one and two, probably. You think so? Personally, yeah, I, nice. I really like the fog. I can't disagree with that. Yeah, I think it's just such a well done like horror movie. I still say I, I would still count Evil Dead and yeah, and say it's there's too many. We we can't have a top three. It's too hard. The second one was pretty good, but Evil Dead fir- two. F- yeah, but the first one yeah. I, it was just very unsettling. Like the first time I watched it. I'm not gonna lie, it wasn't very subtly. <laughs> the screaming at the end—that's what does it for most people. That just that 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 flying camera though—that was the best part. Oh yeah, it was revolutionary, honestly. View. Yeah, oh yeah, I, that's why it's probably my favorite like horror film of all time. Evil Dead. Yeah. Damn. I mean, it's up there at least for sure. Like I, I can't even really answer people if they ask me like what my favorite horror movie is because. I feel like that's up there. That's what I usually tell people. But sometimes I feel like Poltergeist. Sometimes I feel like uh, something else, like from Dust Till Dawn or something, or like Mongo or yeah, from whatever. If you, but if you ask me most of the time, honestly, I'll probably say Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, Friday Thirteenth for me would it be up there too. The Exorcist. Like I have too many. You know. Yeah, me too. Like, I can't just give one definitively. But I mean, I like Evil Dead a lot, so I usually say that. But 
It is a lot of like paranormal movies though. I'm gonna get know? you like the the replica of like that Necronomicon oh, from eBay. That would be dope. Since your birthday is like one day before my yeah. dick. <laughs> I'll get you like a replica my Michael Mask, like signed by uh what was the name? Tyler or what? Oh, I don't want the Tyler Main one. <laughs> Give me one from Nick Castle or from fucking right, Dick yeah, yeah. Warlock. <laughs> I'll get you the Dick Warlock one. Yeah, thanks, bro. <laughs> You're welcome for being born one day after me. Uh, but uh anyway, yeah. anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Do, do you want to talk about anything else? I mean, there's a whole we could still like, keep talking. a lot we could talk about. I mean, for me, when I think Jump of a good, killed the whole genre for me. Exactly. When I think of like a good promo movie, I think of like Personal Shopper, The Changeling. Like Mungo, Poltergeist, like they actually cover like real topics, and a lot of times they're focused on families or like the loss of families. Yeah. Because the people who are experiencing these things, they're desperate to reach out to the dead loved one, and then they exactly. contact something that they probably shouldn't have. Or like something tragic has happened to like a lot of these people in in these kind of films to like invite these spirits and stuff to like try to communicate with them, you know. So th- that's why I really like like. Another one that I um, like a lot, as this is actually one of the first ones to really like gain any attention, um, was the Uninvited. Have I seen the that? really old, like from the sixties or something, like seven or like sixties seventies? I don't know, but it's just it's such a. I mean, it's not scary, oh, dude, but it's hold classic. Hold on, hold on, bro. The Innocence was also really good. Night of the Demons. Yeah, Night of the Demons De- and Demons. Yeah, those are definitely paranormal movies. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're not creature movies, really, because the people were possessed right. by the demons. Yeah, I could, I could I see gonna, that. Yeah. Yeah. Night of the Demons was pretty great. Night of the Demons was good. Night the, of the Demons. The Innocence was was great. I gotta see the Innocence. Yeah. Eyes without. Actually, I wouldn't say Eyes Without Faces, paranormal movie, but that that's a good horror movie. But yeah, there's just a lot of stuff like The Haunting. That was good. Is that the one with uh, Liam Neeson? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> That's actually one of the first uh, horror movies to really like give me nightmares yeah, when I started watching them, yeah. <laughs> which is like a weird one. But hey, apart from like that and like the Shining miniseries and stuff, oh, the miniseries where he's killing people with the hammer. Yeah, the yeah, not the Shining film, but the miniseries, which paled in comparison to the, the film, film, of yeah. course. But I think that the uh, like the old, the old woman in the water. That was fucking freaky. Like the old dead lady with like the rotting flesh. Oh, like speaking. the first the first time I saw that, I'm sorry, but the first time I saw that was in the miniseries, and that actually gave me nightmares. And I was scared of the bathtub for a while. Really? Yeah, I was like eight years old or something. And the one in the shining miniseries I thought was like way scarier. And then uh also the Wishmaster, like the cover of Wishmaster. Yeah, Wishmaster. That gave me nightmares me. too. Yeah. I was gonna say we forgot another paranormal movie. The woman in black. Oh man, the one. How the fuck? Do See, we there are like a lot of really See, good just, paranormal, they just paranormal come to me movies. At random time. Yeah, but I mean, when you think about Bedeviled, Bedeviled was good. When you but when you think about like those old paranormal movies and like what they represented and like the themes they portrayed, how the acting was, you know, all of, like those iconic shots and stuff. You just don't really see that in a lot of paranormal films nowadays because they all have that Bloomhouse effect you know like they feature all these like dumb characters you don't care about stupid CGI like not enough genuine scares like too many jump scares and the main focus is good doesn't always win right like and it never wins in these movies yeah 
So I don't know. I I hate that about new movies. You know, like new paranormal films. But hopefully stuff like Hereditary comes out and like really surprises people and it's amazing. And then Hollywood kind of catches on and starts doing more of that. You know, I feel like it's slowly turning around. But even though they bring in the big bucks because they get reactions out of stupid moviegoers, like, I don't want to see stuff like Paranormal Activity in the theaters anymore, you know? Yeah, I'm kind of done with that. Yeah. It was cool. I watched Paranormal Activity when I was, uh, it was junior year. So I was 16 years old. Yeah. So I'm not the same person, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, jump scares aren't, I mean, it's exciting, I guess, but not when the past... 45 movies to well, be released you, you, are you know, all the you know same it, movie. Exactly. You know, and you know what it is, too? Because of all of that, this is probably the worst thing. This is like, I haven't even said this word yet, but it deserves a place here, but predictable. Oh, yeah. That, it just makes it so fucking predictable with the jump scares and stuff. When I was watching The Changeling, I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, I didn't know what the fuck you know? to expect. And then stuff just started happening with like, yeah. random moments, but it wasn't jump scares. It's a lot more subtle horror, which is kind of what paranormal movies are supposed to be. Like, they're, not, they're not supposed to be like all this loud banging and shit, because the actual themes represented are like really sad, like the loss of your loved ones, and uh, like just human mortality, you know, humanity itself, the whole discussion about like having a soul and all this stuff. But and like, well, do you think of any of that stuff when you watch paranormal movies now? Not really. No, now I'm not like, oh, the spirit probably doesn't want to move on because it feels like yeah. it lived an unfulfilled life. Now it's just the evil spirit and it's <laughs> going to fucking rip your life in half. Exactly. Like, the farthest they go is when they... The, the farthest they go is when they, like, you know, have it be drawn to or, like, possess the little kid or something. Yeah. Because they're innocent. But that's that's it. Like, there's nothing else deep really, like, explored. So, I don't know. I... I really hope that the independent scene really comes back and turns Hollywood around because all of those paranormal films are kicking ass, I feel like. So we're not saying that there aren't good paranormal movies out there, but we're saying that Hollywood has just become so clogged with all these like truth or dare type movies, you know, like paranormal activity type shit. And it's just too much. It is. Like, it's making it's making casual moviegoers that much like dumber, you know? Like, the only paranormal movies I've actually went to the theater even recently to go see is just Winchester yeah other than that because we reviewed it <laughs> yeah other than that I haven't been to the movies to watch a paranormal movie in forever yeah no I, I literally forever I feel you so yeah man I don't know I, I hope we go back to those roots put out more stuff like the changeling and poltergeist like in the mainstream, you know, like those kind of good movies. I wish so. the same movie would just stop being recycled all exactly, the time as a yeah. different movie. Think of some original characters. Think of like something cool and unique about your movie, not just because it's like, oh, truth or dare, like it's rehashing the game. No, it's, it's stupid. Like how many other game-related paranormal films out are out there, you know? Stay Alive was the best one. Stay Alive was good, yeah. The one if you die in the game, yeah, exactly. That was the best. That's a cool concept. Like you'd think it maybe it's kind of a cliche concept, but for its time, that was really the only movie that was doing that. You know, yeah, it it was the first, and that was the OG of all of them. Exactly. So we just need movies to kind of like think outside the box, 
right now, you know. They're shark jumping. Stop recycling all the same. They're shark jumping. Exactly. Yeah. They don't know what else to do. That's why we so have all the sequels, keep, They too. just keep recycling the elements. Yeah. All the sequels, prequels. Like, I don't want to see that shit, you know. If I was interested in a character's backstory like that, I would request a prequel, bro, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, I would want that shit in the main film. Like, give me a flashback. I don't care, you know, if I'm going to be that interested about the character. But if I'm not, don't make another movie as, like, a prequel. Like, unless... It's something that is so interesting that you can't not make a prequel. But don't do one just to make money. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that that's kind of what's, like, wrong with these paranormal films now. But there's a lot of potential because a lot of the themes are really interesting and fascinating. Just, like, inherently to us as human beings, I feel like. So, you know, the indie scene is doing it right. I just know that a lot of people aren't exposed to those films even, like, regular horror fans aren't quite as much, you know, because they're not, like, browsing through horror-related, like, news websites and shit like that, yeah. you know? Not all, not really like we do. So, they're yeah, they're kind of harder to find. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like that kind of covers, like, everything I wanted to say about it. Yeah, me too. I think we've uh, let loose this time around. Yeah. It's been pretty pretty long <laughs> yeah so i mean you know hopefully you stuck with us this whole time if you did we we really thank you for doing that and we appreciate you we appreciate all of you all the time exactly but i mean you know if you've stuck around this long in this episode and listened to his rant basically then you know we applaud you and we thank you so um yeah i mean i think that paranormal movies are definitely in a good spot because they have that exposure to the mainstream now but I think people need to get acclimated to like good paranormal movies and not just those jump scare ones. So hopefully we see things like turn around in the next maybe like two or three years, you know? I hope they do because you just can't keep recycling the same stuff. It gets boring and we need a refresher movie. Yeah, I agree with that. So hopefully her like hereditary takes off and it sends off a trend or something after that. I think A24 could probably do it. But I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Do you, do you have anything else that you want to add? No, I've I've covered everything I wanted to cover. We got our top fives out of each yeah. each uh, generation out the way. Yep. So uh, that's pretty much going to do it for this episode. I know we normally do the chopping block, but we didn't really have anything selected uh, today. It's been a little slower recently with like horror movies coming out on streaming services. So uh, yeah, next time I mean, when something really catches our attention then we'll probably do the chopping block for that. I did recently see Nails, which was all right. Um, I won't give my full opinion about it, but, you know, you should check that one out, and then maybe we can do the chopping block for that one. But for this week, that's going to do it for episode number eight. Oh, yeah. And as always, we'll see you next week on Grave Discussions. <laughs> This has been an SRD production.